Tonight, we welcome a band to the stage at the Phoenix Theater that has created so many memories and experiences That's in this true. very place. Yep. Tonight, we welcome a band that, in their words, returns lower class to a higher echelon with unbridled <laughs> energy and raw talent reminiscent of the early fathers of punk, thrash, and heavy metal. Tonight, we welcome a band that's been at it since 2008, and we're very thrilled to welcome to this show. Tonight, we welcome Spencer, Jordy, Chris, Clay, the band called Thought Vomit. That's true. Are we all familiar with the website Urban Dictionary? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, an individual named Jordy uh, did it, an entry for Thaw Vomit. Was it the Jordy that seated at this table here tonight? That, that wasn't most, a... That was, most likely. That, uh, I can't... I, I, can't I plead the fifth. Okay. Well, there were three <laughs> definitions for Thought Vomit on Urban Dictionary by an individual named Jordy. One was a thrash punk band from Sebastopol, California. Okay, check. How fun is that? And survey says. Uh, the second was an utter lack of verbal inhibition. And the third was the result of overthinking. Examples of the, in a sentence, uh, that guy who won't shut up, everything he says is thought vomit. Another example in a sentence, uh, or the people who look into things way too deeply, they turn everything into thought vomit. So let's talk about the name Thought Vomit, because it's a name you see from a mile away. I love putting it on the marquee, actually. <laughs> yeah. what, what made you come to it, if it, anything? Or did it just... It, honestly, uh, um, it was a Thought Vomit within itself. So uh, me and this guy used to be in a band uh, called uh, First Class Fuck-Ups. Yeah. Before so we were going to name you know, ourselves the Maloof Scootin' Doo-Doo Cunts. Yeah. And let's get a repeat on that. The, uh, the, the Maloof Scootin' Doo-Doo Cunts. That was okay. yeah. the name but, the drummer pitched. And, uh, the, but, yeah. No, almost a winner. Yeah. So, so, so You missed I, an opportunity on that one. But I, I think it would have been gold. But. So I, I, I was doing vocals for, with, with them, with him in that band, and I, was, I wanted to kind of experiment with playing bass, you know, and so two of the founding members um, that... Tyler and Dan that aren't you know with us uh, anymore. They're still we, alive, but they're, still, they're not yeah, in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, before we were Thought Vomit, uh, I think our name was Catheter Suck Fest. Yeah. And then uh, we're like adversary, and they're like, "There's so many that's stupid." And then we're sitting in class, and I was uh, it was me and uh, our old drummer Dan and his ex girlfriend. I'm like, "Vomit thought," and she's like, "Thought Vomit." And I was like, "That sounds so much better." And it flows so well. One of my favorite things about this type of music and uh, this type of band are the names of the bands. When we started, okay, it started as a joke. You know, originally it was a joke, but then we decided once we realized that we were making fun music that was more than just funny, you know? But when you say funny, like, so you would just kind of intentionally have offensive lyrics that were kind of like... Exactly. And when you're a kid, it's fun to have to, to shock and to offend. Yeah. You know, I think the thing is, though, is like, it's one thing to be funny and stuff because there's a lot of guys like we even the shit like even the most offensive shit that we've ever said on a record or anything compare that to any song by the fucking mentors and they say more in fucking three minutes than we have in our whole eight years we didn't necessarily stop playing them because they were offensive we just stopped playing them because we were writing better songs you know that were more fun to play well and and really i mean there was that one little moment with the the 12 year old kids no that was yeah no that was we (laughs) were singing about like fuck hookers snort lines kick the shit out of your Uh, friend and then these kids are all like 
So, so this was a definite. This was a definite moment. Then you, I, that, you were no, playing a show, true, and there yeah. were twelve. Where was that? Was that? That was at fucking. That wasn't Roosters. No, that was at like the fucking Unity or some shit. It was Unity. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember the kids like, and I'm singing. It was. I think it was all the above, and I'm sitting there staring at this kid, stoked. I'm like, okay. Snort drugs, maybe, kill your family. Not, we're not, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should put a better message in his head. You know. Wow. And what do you and to. what do you think about all this, Tom? Because I know you're not a fan of censorship. You're a fan no, of people should say what. They but want I understand that uh, there was a time with um, thus the buzz where we ended up doing. Almost, it was a kids' party or something. I don't even know what the hell we were doing there. That's the buzz was one of yeah, it was in a backyard, and and uh, the set we were playing at that time was fairly adultly sexually charged. Yeah, and I just, uh, I was choking on every word. <laughs> oh my god, can't be doing this. But all you can do is hope that most of the people here can't understand the thing I'm saying. Exactly, you really got to hope. I think a big part of it is that mainly, yeah, we just didn't really want to do like a shock thing anymore. And like, you know, think about what we're saying out there. How old are you now, though? 25. And the band was founded when you were how old? Fuck, like, what was that then? I'm terrible at math. 17? Yeah. 17, So, uh, you know, the way you're articulating it now, you may not have been able to articulate it 17, but I think that was kind of the point of of making music. (laughs) Well, no, I know you wouldn't have given a shit, but I'm saying like eight years as a band... Has why you do it changed, or do you still do it for the same reason? This is a note that I actually, that kind of answers that question. I didn't read it to these guys yet, but uh, it's like, we are hardcore rooted yet undefined, uh, heavy influence from old school punk thrash to hints of new metal, you know, uh, if if you like to go wild, but you know when to say something, you've got to stand up for what you believe in and live life to the fullest. We aim to inspire, but just like to have fun being ourselves. And so this band's been around eight years. And uh, from when you were teenagers to when you're now in your mid-20s. Your entire lives have changed around this band, I would assume, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Has it been hard to keep it together? Some some points points are really rough. And so you've got everybody's life, everybody's problems, everybody's emotions, everybody's, you know, drama. It's stressful. Have you guys? You guys have done a few tours, I think, haven't you? This is our first. This is our first tour in April. Uh, it was our first one. That makes no sense tour. It makes no sense tour, which you were touring the "Can't Understand Normal Thinking" album. Is that correct? Uh, By yeah. then, we actually had like, I think half our set list was all unreleased it was shit, new stuff all new that stuff we had just written. That yeah. cool. you know the stuff we all pumped out in a night and were super happy with. And to his point, uh, you mentioned before you played the fourth song that you'll be playing tonight because we record that before we do the interview yeah. and then play it after for the final product. But you mentioned that the fourth song or the, maybe the fifth song was based off of a, a story that happened on tour. Yeah. What's the so story? So when we were in Arcata, we would uh, split up into two street teams, as we called them. These guys, Chris and Spencer, would you know hang out in the actual town square and hand out flyers, play guitar, wow. and Jordan and I would just you know go to the bars <laughs> and like. You know, get drinks, get drunk, meet people, talk to them. Have a good time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we met this one girl. Um, and uh, uh, it was just the, the weirdest person. <laughs> but we uh, went back to her apartment, and there's like jars of formaldehyde cobras and scorpions. And she was telling us stories about, you know, ex boy, because she was a mortician. And uh, wow. she was telling us stories about like, ex-boyfriends that had died and she got to like pull his heart out and hold the heart and it's like all right so you're definitely a character we walk into the apartment and there's this among all the other shit you know there's a big pelican on the wall 
And I remember Spence just asked, like, so is that like taxidermy? Or she's like, no, I just found it on the beach. You know, it, it, most of his guts were already ripped out, you know, so I just brought him home, gave him a bath, and vacuumed him and put him on the wall. Right. right hanging right above the couch, just full pelican. Did it smell? Did the room smell? She probably used some of her mortician skills to scoop it all out. Preserve the Preserve thing. Preserve it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a giant rotting bird on her fucking wall. So the, <laughs> and the song was about the bird. It's essentially, that, uh, for, yeah, for now we're calling it, you know, Pelican Witch. That is a wonderful story and one of the greatest things about playing in a band and, and playing your music and interacting with people you would never interact with is you meet people like that. Mm-hmm. You guys have been a band for eight years. Uh, what would you like to see this project do? What more would you like to do with it? Quit my job. <laughs> is that on the table? Live, I mean, if live you could, in a damn van and if, fucking tour forever? Yeah. That's something, we, could we all agree that that would be something we would do if the opportunity was presented to us? <laughs> if yeah. there was a way to do it, yeah. We, like, if, yeah. That's an important yeah. statement because, uh, like I said, everything in your life has probably changed around this band. You know, girlfriends come and go, friends come and go. You're no longer in, um, does anybody go to school still that's on this table? Apartments come and go. You Schools know. for chumps. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying that life has changed I've per- tried school profoundly. like three times. <laughs> And it's taken a bunch of work to keep it all together, I'm sure. You know, I mean, if you're having a hard time for a year because of whatever personal situation, everybody else has to kind of work with you to work around that. Yeah, well, I mean, we've all... I I personally, I actually did do something like that where I went and tried to fucking go be a fucking, like, fisherman in Alaska, right, for a summer, and ended up, you know, failing the piss test and then being stranded in Seattle for like a month. Yeah. Shit gets hard, but like this is when it's something you can always fall back on and you don't feel like you're working at it, then it just makes it easier. Yeah, no, it, it, it really does help with everything else in life to have a good group of friends and bandmates playing music with with each other because it, it, you know, it's, it's a release. It's a, a way to, you know, deal with other things you know or it's a way to not deal with the other things that are going on in life you know deal with them at some point but to survive through them (laughs) because of something that is deemed to be good in your life you know making memories i mean you guys have such a history on the stage and 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 i think it would be impossible to tell the thought vomit story without the phoenix being present seriously this is a place where dreams happen like in december (laughs) we opened for soulfly i have this is my first tattoo you know what I mean? Wow. So, like, you know, as mu- that's another family influence is Soulfly. And that was that, a good show. And, and I've grown up going to see, you know, the Cavaliers play, and we got to play with them here, you know? So Excellent. that was, it was literally a dream come true. I don't, you can't really that worked. top, I mean, you yeah. can top it when with your own dream, but, like, as far as me personally, that was, that was a life accomplishment that I never thought would really happen. You know, we always joked about, oh, we played with Soulfly, but we played with Soulfly here. Well, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming and doing this with us tonight. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks man. again. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I mean, again, this show is filmed at the Phoenix Theater, and it just feels wrong not to have you guys yeah, on yeah. because you have been such a presence over the last <laughs> yeah. eight years. So you are a part of this building's history, too, in a major yeah. way. Yep. Thank you. Um, and to everybody who is listening, stick around because Thought Vomit is going to play us a big set of music and in just a, a moment. Set. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna like We've it. already seen it. You we liked have. it? You had a good I time? I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. All right, well, yeah, yeah, again... Fun. Thanks, guys.
one fist in one ear and at the other You better be prepared We're waiting right here, wait I'm ready to assist this fear Fingers cold, falling on Super glue that black on Make sure you know you do much Snapping a sticky situation Turn around, face me right now I'm not done with you yet Put your dudes up, get your shit out Or you ready to lose a few teeth Fucked up all of your palm open No need to cry about it Use a bit of glue in your fix No need for a bullshit stick Looking at your past, then you'll never see the future. 
Destruction in their way It's hard to 
disaster. I ask you who is the slave and who is the master. It's not like any of that really matters. Think any one person can legitimately stand over another. The choices you make affect you straight up. An indirect touch on the people around you. You don't have the strength to make a good call. Nothing is what you should choose to do. Leaving the situation open to interpretation. Been closed. Dark. <laughs> 